we bought the land about um, 12 years ago with a view to building a house here one day. And then after that, we discovered that the land had once been a cinnamon plantation. So we decided to restore the cinnamon um, as a way of just making it wash its face. And then we got to learn a bit about cinnamon and we uh, decided to build a business around cinnamon. So this is an online business that we built. And then it sort of became rather um, all enveloping and, uh, and we were building a house here. So we basically extracted ourselves from London where we'd been living and working and came to live here and we now live here and this is what we do and this is our life. What was it that first drew you to Sri Lanka then? It's a long way from England and uh, a lot of Brits you know, would choose somewhere perhaps in the Mediterranean uh, or, or somewhere a little bit closer to, to, to where you had been living. What was the initial attraction of, of Sri Lanka? I don't like the dark and my wife doesn't like the cold. So we both get a bit blue in the winter, in the European winter. And we wanted to find somewhere where we could spend that time happily. And if you get a globe, you know, a 3D globe, and you spin it round, and you quickly get to the equator, because that's where it's light and warm, and you quickly rule out uh, South America, because you don't speak any Spanish, and you rule out Central Africa, because it's just a bit too wacky, and you rule out East Asia because it's just a bit too far. And you quickly discover this little island just close to the equator, pretty little island. And you learn that by and large people speak English, that their primary produce is tea, that they are very good at cricket. And you think, hello. <laughs> let's check it out and then you come here and as you've discovered I'm sure you discover just the most beautiful country in the world and just the friendliest people and you just don't look back You know, you're faced with the choice of doing nothing or doing something. And doing nothing was never going to be an option. Um, the obvious thing to do was to restore the cinema. And I think if we'd known quite how much work w was uh, necessary <laughs> to restore a cinema... I mean, I couldn't even spell cinema. You know, it really was ground zero. And, uh, you know, in this rather wishy-washy way, you just think, oh, well, you know can't be that difficult and it's not difficult it's just a lot of work and you get almost everything wrong and you learn from your mistakes so there's a lot of trial and error but at the same time you you know you do learn 
and um, it isn't rocket science and you just have to put the effort in and you have to you have to change from being I mean I was you know I, I worked in an office and and uh, I had to learn about farming and and you know for me the most important thing is the weather because you never know what it's going to be tomorrow and and if it's raining heavily there are certain things you can't do and there are other things that you can only do when the ground is wet so you've got to change everything change your plans and and uh, adapt to that so we just learnt and then um, and then we so we started making cinnamon and then we discovered uh, cinnamon oil and which you make from the leaf and the bark and we thought well we're halfway there we might as well you know push on through so we built um, what we call the oil shed, and we got some you know, people who really know what they're talking about to come and teach us. By this stage, I've missed out a key person. I, by this stage, um, I had hired uh, Captain Manula, who's the estate manager, who's, who's uh, um, you know, my right-hand man, and Manula couldn't spell cinnamon either. He's an army guy. So between us, we knew nothing. But we were willing to learn, and we just got on with it. Um, and uh, now and again, you come across something where you think, hang on, there surely is a better way of doing this. You know, maybe there's a bit of technology that can help. Um, but most of what we do, we've learned ourselves and just improved very slightly. I want to know, for the uninitiated, uh, tea is, uh, you know, very clearly seen as, as, you know, the major exporter out of Sri Lanka, but maybe a lot of people don't know about the context of cinnamon and Sri Lanka. Can you build a picture of, of that yeah. for those that don't know? Certainly. I mean, there's a lot of history to cinnamon in Sri Lanka. Uh, it was It was cinnamon... I mean, there is, there is true cinnamon, which is Ceylon cinnamon, which comes from Sri Lanka, uh, whose botanical name is Cinnamomum verum, true cinnamon. And then there is Cinnamomum cassia, which is what's more commonly available in, in, you know, in, uh, in the West. Um, uh, and and in, in, certainly in Europe and the States, and, and I, I, I guess in Dubai as well, what you see on a supermarket shelf is described as cinnamon, it's probably cassia. And it's a very similar thing, and it's not better or worse, it's just different. Um, uh, Ceylon cinnamon only comes from Sri Lanka, and other cinnamon comes from Indonesia and uh, Vietnam, former Indochina. Um, the Portuguese first discovered cinnamon in the 16th century, um, and they imported it from uh, both from what was then Ceylon and from um, what is now Indonesia. Um, and they shipped it back to Europe, to Portugal. And um, they also uh, shipped it across the Pacific to their colonies in South America, which is why, bizarrely, the biggest export market for um, true cinnamon from Sri Lanka is Mexico. It's a wacky one, but it's just a fact. Um, so the Portuguese first brought it back to Europe. Um, it had been available in Europe before, but but a, a, a land route from um, across, I mean, really via Dubai, pretty much, you know, through the through the Gulf, um, and then to Venice, 
and uh, where it was then sold to the Europeans at vast expense. And, and then the Arabs came up with all these cranky stories about where cinnamon came from. Complete nonsense, but just to up the value. Anyway, the Portuguese then brought it back um, by ship to Europe. Uh, they then got sort of hoofed out by the Dutch, who took over in the 18th century. And they got hoofed out by the Brits, who took over in the 19th century. These are sort of pretty broad dates. Um, and then in 1947, Sri Lanka hoofed out the Brits, and Sri Lanka is now, you know, independent country, and um, produces cinnamon, as I said, almost all of which is bought by South America, whereas uh, cassia is still bought almost entirely by, um, I mean, you know, all over the world. Uh, largely the States, but also in, in Europe, in Scandinavia, in Germany, um, in the Middle East, where it's used a lot, you know, as you know, in, in uh, cooking, um, and increasingly in Australia and New Zealand, where we, uh, we sell quite a lot of the cinnamon that um, we produce on our online business. plantation here is, is 25 acres, of which about 15 is cinnamon, and the rest is either rubber or just garden. Uh, we employ 15 people full-time, and then about another six during the peeling season who are um, involved in, in actually uh, not just maintaining the land, but in cutting, harvesting, and preparing the cinnamon quills. And then uh, two other people who are involved in, in cutting and preparing the cinnamon leaves, which we then convert into oil. Um, we harvest the cinnamon for about nine months in the year. The, the three months we don't are, well, I mean, we do, but at a much lower, lower level, January, February, March, when it's very dry here. And the cinnamon is much more difficult to peel. We harvest um, and sell locally to traders are actually called collectors here. Um, we go to a, we have a, uh, one collector we generally go to is about half an hour away to whom we sell most of our cinnamon. Um, and we sell it about, during the season, we sell it about once a week. So I fill up the car with, um, with cinnamon. The answer to a regularly asked question, how much cinnamon can you get in the back of a Suzuki Swift? And the answer is 226 kilos. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we go off and sell it there. The price of cinnamon has risen from about 1,250 rupees a kilo when we started doing this about three or four years ago. It's now just a whisker under 2,000 rupees a kilo. So the, so the price is coming on very nicely, which we're pleased about. And I think the reason for that is that I, I, I don't think the market for cinnamon, the worldwide market for cinnamon overall has increased but I think the market for true cinnamon within that has increased. I think that most people are waking up to the, um, the, the, the taste and the health benefits of Ceylon cinnamon. I'm slightly conflicted here because I like both types of cinnamon. Clearly I have an interest in promoting Ceylon cinnamon, um, but I don't really think it's better or worse than cassia. I think it's just different. 
personally, I prefer the taste of it. I think it's got a it's got a much finer. It's a lovely citrusy taste, a sort of fruity taste, and it goes particularly well with fruit. So if you make a fruit salad in the morning, just grate some fresh Ceylon cinnamon on top, and you just won't believe the gorgeous scent, and it brings out the scent of the fruit. Um, put it on an apple pie, you know. Ceylon cinnamon on apple pie is just one of, one of nature's great combinations. Um, put it in your coffee you know when you when you make your coffee and you you know you put in your coffee powder put in half a teaspoonful of fresh salon cinnamon and and let the steam go through that and you'll never want to sweeten your coffee again um at the same time you know if you're baking a cake or making cinnamon biscuits um i i think that cassia is Actually, you know, I prefer to use that. It's got a stronger, bolder... Um, I think of it actually as quite an American taste. You know, it's quite sort of gutsy, get on with it, kind of big taste. Whereas uh, Ceylon cinnamon is a, is a slightly more, you know, poncy European kind of taste. Um, I think that uh, it's... And I speculate here... But increasingly, um, there are uh, found to be a whole variety of health benefits with cinnamon. You know, it's often seen as a super spice, um, and it's it, it, you know the whole list of things it's it's good for. And I'm 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 not sure about this, but but it seems to be the case that Ceylon cinnamon and the cinnamaldehyde contained in Ceylon cinnamon is thought to be what gives cinnamon its benefits. Um, so, so those are there. I, I think, finally, I, I think that a great deal of tender loving care goes into preparing a cinnamon quill, whereas with a stick of cassia, you get a tree, you cut it down, you cut off a, tri- a, a rectangle, it, it rolls into a tube, end of story. So, Knowing how much love goes into the creation of a Ceylon cinnamon quill, I feel that really you've got to be buying a Ceylon cinnamon quill because of all the love that went into it. Um, but, you know, try both. Try both. It's, you know, it's, it's, there's lots of it out there. It's not expensive. Um, try it as a sugar substitute. Put it on your cereal instead of sugar, and, and you'll find it you'll find you'll never want to go back to sugar again. And uh, just any closing words about people who may never have been to Sri Lanka before? What would you think would be the sort of one aspect that you love about the country? I always say that it is the second most beautiful country in the world after Switzerland. Although I am conscious that I'm talking to a Kiwi here. So I can see a point of debate but I would maintain that it's, it's, certainly, you know, it's certainly the second most beautiful country in the world. And I would also say that it has the second friendliest people in the world after Ireland. Um, and that's pretty good. So, you know, if you can hit those two, not dead bullseyes, but sort of inner ring bullseyes in one country, there aren't many countries that could say that. 
That's very true. And if people are coming to Sri Lanka and want to find out more about the work that you do and and the property, um, can they come and and visit or where can they find out more? Do you have a website? You bet. Um, It's called tophouse.lk. Look it up. Uh, Come and see us. Um, You know, we we welcome guests. We we charge them a lot. Um, But that's the deal. And then separately, we, we sell our cinnamon online for delivery all over the world. And that is um, www.cinnamonhill.com. Easy. Easy. Wonderful. It's been so fascinating talking to you. I wish I could stay for a lot longer. But the sun is setting and it's just been, it's been lovely the last uh, you know, few minutes. <laughs> thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you very much for listening to me.